Hi, this is Pastor Stephen. I am the pastor of New Beginning Church in Singapore. Thank you for joining us today. I hope this podcast will build your faith. Hope you grow deeper in the word of the Lord and know Him personally in much deeper way. Enjoy the message. God bless you. Shalom. I'm glad that you are here today with us at NBC Church Online. And I hope that you and your family are doing well and healthy in the blessings of our Lord Jesus Christ. These current circumstances of a pandemic, uh, COVID-19, has caused many hardship and pain to many people. And many people have become disillusioned and discouraged and worried and live in a fearful life. But as you and me, as the people of God whom God loves so much, we should not be discouraged. We should not live in fear or worry. We should not lose heart because we are going to endure throughout this unprecedented time. We will overcome this and come out stronger and better and even uh, stronger than before. In the meantime, if you or your family members are having difficulty in uh, meeting your daily needs, please do uh, let us know so we can pray for you and assist you in any way that we can. So now let's prepare how to uh, receive the words of the Lord. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for today that we can uh, worship you and honor you once again. And we open up our heart to receive the word of the Lord. Speak to us, O God, that your word become the strength of our life and the light to our heart. We thank you, Father. Lead us and guide us today as we open our heart and speak to us. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Last week we have started a new topic, financial transformations. I share with you that God does not object us being rich. He even blesses us abundantly so we can become a blessing to others. But it matters to God how we get there. We have to work hard. We have to work diligently. And we have to remember that work preceded a fall of human being into sin. It means from the original plan of God is for us to work on this earth. And it also matters to God how we spend our money. God has blessed us abundantly. And we need to use them wisely. We need to use them responsibly because we need to give account to God when we meet Him. Whether we will receive reward or not, it will very much depend on how we use the blessings of God in our life. Today I will be sharing with you the biblical principle of walking towards the path towards the prosper life. However, when I say prosperous life or prosper, I don't mean just about becoming rich. It's about adding value to your personal life, adding value to your family life, adding value to your work, to your business, and the world around you. The value and the purpose of God and the kingdom of God on this earth. We will draw some lessons from the experience of the people of God, the Israelites when they walking toward the promised land, the prosperous land that God has promised and prepared for them. And the title of my sermons today is The Path to the Prosperous Life. I will be sharing with you three principles of God's Word that is very important to our success in any ventures of our life. I call them PRC, not People Republic of China, 
but P stand for preparations, R stand for relationship, and C stand for courage. All is found in the experience of the people of God in reaching the promised land. The first principle, preparations matters. Preparation is very important. It's very important in our personal life, in marriage, in study vacations, especially in business. You might have heard the following uh, expressions. You said, preparations is half of the battle. The next one. You said, to be prepared is half the victory. Another one say, the will to win is very important, yet the will to prepare is critical. Prepare means to be ready. God told the Israelites early on before they went out from Egypt, He said to them that I will make the Egyptians favorably disposed towards these people so that when you leave, you will not go empty ended. God's promise was fulfilled in Exodus chapter 12. The Bible says, Now the son of Israel had done according to the word of Moses. For they had requested from the Egyptian articles of silver and articles of gold and clothing. And the Lord had given the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians, so that they let them have their request. A mixed multitude also went up with them, along with flocks and herds, every large, a very large number of livestock. The journey to the promised land is going to be a very long and difficult process. There will be some surprises, failures, the unknown, the challenges, and the enemies. They would need the provisions to keep them alive and successful in reaching the promised land and conquer the land that God has promised to them. They could not start their journey empty-handed. So God moved the heart of the Egyptians to be gracious to them. As a result, the Israelites had plenty. They had more than enough. Just in case. It's just like the airplanes. They have they always have more gas in their tanks than they need to fly to their destinations. Just in case they need to fly longer. One of the lessons that we can learn from this COVID-19 pandemic is that it is very important to save during the normal time as a preparations for the stormy days like this. Especially during a plenty time you earn so much and you need to save some of them. Singapore government is one of the good examples for this. The leaders of these nations have saved their plenty time. They have saved all the excess of the money. Without the reserve that being built up over many years, this country would have collapsed. Or like some other nations, they would, they would have to borrow and the debt become the burdens for the next generations. This is also very true for 
individual, for business, for family, for companies, businesses that have reserves are more likely to survive during this pandemic crisis. They could become stronger and better in future. But many companies would not make it. They were not able to withstand this extraordinary storms, the worst of the century. The Bible clearly teaches the importance of being prudent, being modest, and safe for the rainy days. Proverbs chapter 6 says, Go to the end, you sluggard, consider its way, and be wise. It has no commander, no overseer or ruler, yet it stores its provision in summers and gathers its food at harvest. This end is one of the most famous stewards of all time. Another example is Joseph. In Genesis chapter 41, we read the story about Joseph and Pharaoh's dream. God gives Pharaoh two dreams and Joseph interprets them with the same meaning. There will be a seven years of plenty coming to the land of Egypt, followed by seven years of famine. Pharaoh put Joseph in charge of the entire nations. Joseph sets immediately to work, storing grain and resources during the seven years of plenty. He organized the entire country and worked diligently in the presence to save for the future. As a result, the entire nation was saved. Him, his family, and his own people, the Israelites, were on the land at that time, were also saved. In the book of Luke chapter 14, the Bible recorded that a large crowd was following Jesus. And Jesus, knowing these people following him, he said to them, If you want to be my disciple, you must, by comparisons, hate everyone else, your father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, even your own life. Otherwise, you cannot be my disciple. And if you do not carry your own cross and follow me, you cannot be my disciple. But don't begin until you count the cost. For, for who would begin constructions or building without first calculating the cost to see if there is enough money to finish it? Otherwise, you might complete only the foundation before running out of money. And then everyone will laugh at you. Even though Jesus was talking about the sacrifice and discipline that they have to do in order to be his disciple, he was using a parable, a very, very powerful and very extreme parable to make a comparison. That the people, the disciples who want to follow him, they need to pay a great price and sacrifice. At the same time, it also gives us the principle of being prepared for the future. Prepare for the journey. It's like starting a construction of a building. They need to calculate the cost. They need to prepare the money to complete the project. Otherwise, they will become a laughing stock. So always save a portion of your income or your earning so you will always be prepared what may come your way. 
for student study is not only the completing your project and finishing your exam, but look at it as something that you are preparing. All the hard work that you do now, all the sacrifices that you make now, consider them as a preparations for your future, and it is very important for you. For some, this circuit breaker uh, period will be a mundane and boring season. It could be a time of preparation, actually, getting or learning a new skill, sharpening up your skill, re-evaluating your goals, and making corrections and uh, sharpen your visions. Hence, you are preparing yourself, your business, for a great opportunity in the future. The second principle, relationship matters. The second principle of success is relationship. Because relationship matters. It matters in our personal life. It matters in our social life. It matters in our marriage, in our family, in our business, even in the journey, in our spiritual journey. Last week, I used Jake Ma's uh, success as one of the examples. His die-hard attitude, his work ethic to work hard and diligently, in encountering any obstacle in life is a great example for anyone who wants to be successful in finance. Today, I would like to mention another successful billionaire, Lee Kassin. His famous advice uh, that people admire is uh, if people want to be successful, uh, they would need to divide their income into five uh, sets of uh, funds. He said this, Whatever your money income is, divide it into five sets of funds, roughly 30%, 20%, 15%, 10%, 25%. Of course, the first set of them is to fulfill your basic needs, your daily needs. What surprised me is that his advice, the second set of funds, his priority right after fulfilling basic needs is that they need to spend 20% every month using them to build relationship with other people. This is it, that's fine. He advised people that every month they should take two people out for lunch or dinner and pay for them. What kind of people? Those who are wiser than you, richer than you, or have helped you along in your career. Make sure that you buy them lunches or dinner for people who work harder or have bigger dreams than you. Do this every month and after a year, and your circle of influence will have grown tremendously. It will pay dividends in the future. Your influence and reputations will spread. So for him, after fulfilling one's basic needs, relationship is number one priority and essential for success. You continue to list another three more which is about continue to learn, with traveling, and investing. Some of you might say, isn't it taking people out for lunch and pay for them will cost you money and losing money? Yes, it would. But someone said this, owning less money is exactly the same as having more money and is the necessary preconditions for building wealth. I believe this principle applies in spending money, in making friends, and expanding our in personal 
interpersonal circle. Jewish populations uh, constitute about 2% in the U.S. populations. It means that there should be about 8 people out of uh, a list of 400 uh, richest people uh, in uh, Forbes uh, magazine's uh, uh, versions. But in reality, uh, depending on uh, the year, there are between about 60 to 100 uh, Jewish in the list. A successful businessman and a rabbi, Daniel Lapin, he created this phenomena to the way of life of the Jewish people that has cultivated the important biblical principle that emphasizes the importance of relationship to be successful in life. This principle is the fifth commandment in the Ten Commandments that states, Honor your father and your mother, then you will live a long and full life in the land the Lord your God is giving you. You remember the promised land? God wants them to live a very long life in the promised land that prosper so they can enjoy the blessings of the Lord. And God gave them the key. If you remember the uh, Ten Commandments, they can be uh, classified into two categories. The first category is commandment number one, two, three, and four. It has to do with our relationship with God. The second set of them is the commandment number five to ten. It has to do with our relationship with one another. The fifth commandment to honor our parents is the transition between God-human relationship to relationship between human to human. That is to say that honoring our parents is not only to please them, but also to please God. Daniel Lapin said this, This biblical commandment provides the original schematic for you to learn the principle of bonding with all the people around you, not just your parents. It also discourages you from viewing others as nothing more than instruments of your own desires. It all starts with your parents. Relationship with your parents, captured in the fifth commandment, lays the foundation for the science of human relationship. So the key to a successful journey towards the blessings of God is to build a good relationship with your parents that will lead to the other wonderful and great relationship that will lead you and help you to achieve a successful destiny that God has prepared for you. So honor your father and your mother today. Do not delay them. Do not let anything become an obstacle for you to honor your father and your mother because that is the key for you to build relationship, a good relationship with others that in turn will bring a blessing and successful to your life. The third principle is courage. At a very crucial moment, when Joshua was about to lead the people of God to enter the promised land, God told Joshua, I promise you that what I promised Moses, wherever you set foot, you will be on the land that I have given you. 
No one will be able to stand against you as long as you live. For I will be with you as I was with Moses. I will not fail you or abandon you. This is a very powerful reassurance from God. Given the track record of Joshua, who was faithful, who was in obedience to God and believed in God, he could have taken this on the first value. He could have just got up and crossed the Jordan and conquered the Promised Land. But yet, the very next sentence, God told Joshua to be strong and courageous. And God repeated this commandment few more times. The following verses. Why? Because the journey to conquer the promised land is not a piece of cake. There will be external and internal obstacles that he needs to overcome. There are great enemies in the land. There are giants in the land. And the people that he leads are the people that the Bible said stiff neck. They are rebellious people. So God told Joshua, Be strong and courageous, for you are the one who will lead the people to possess all the land that I swore to their ancestor that I will give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the instructions Moses gave you. Do not deviate from them, turning either to the right or to the left. Then you will be successful in everything you do. Study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then you will prosper and succeed in all you do. This is my commandment. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. In the same passage of the scripture, God also prescribed to Joshua how to stay strong and courageous. It is by studying and meditating on the word of God continuously day and night and put them into practice diligently. On the 24th of October 1929, the U.S. stock market went into free fall. It was the start of great depression in the story in the his, in the US history in the midst of recessions and economic crisis Franklin Roosevelt was elected as the president that year in his inauguration he addressed this people the people he said this great nation will endure as it has endured will revive and will prosper so first of all, let me assert my firm belief that the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Nameless, unreasoning, unjustified terror which paralyzed needed effort to comfort, reach, retreat into advance. This present COVID-19 pandemic has been described as unprecedented, extraordinary, the greatest challenge the lost generations and many other terms being used to point out the magnitude, disruption and destructions that this pandemic has caused. But the number of infections and the number of deaths worldwide caused a great alarm in every soul. 
people become weary, worried, fearful, and discouraged. Many governments, scientists, and experts around the world have cautioned us about the gloom future ahead. We can either become despair, discouraged, disheartened, or we can become just like Joshua. We take courage in the promises of God, become strong, and by studying and meditating on the Word of God, and the choices is ours to make. As a conclusion, Jesus is the master example of how to prepare for the future. With only 12 close disciples, most of them were simple, ordinary people. Some of them were fishermen. They were not powerful. They were not perfect either. But Jesus spent three and a half years with them, teaching and discipling them. After all is done and said, everything seems to be a failure when Jesus died on the cross. Until one day, when the Holy Spirit of God falls upon them, the weak and the hopeless disciples rise up and they turn the world upside down. That's how important preparation is. Jesus said, I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Just like the financial success very much depends on relationship. The success of our spiritual journey will very much depend on our relationship with God. A relationship that is rebuilt by continuing studying, praying daily, and fellowshipping with God. Again and again, Jesus said, Do not be dismayed, but put your trust in Him. Just like God has promised to Joshua that He will always be with Him, our Lord Jesus Christ has promised to us all that He will always be with us. He will never leave us. He will never forsake us. So take courage. Whatever things might come in your ways, because God is always with you, and with God, you will be victorious. Amen. God bless you. Let's bow ahead in prayer. Father, we thank you for today. We pray that you continue to speak to us in our life. And Father, we pray that you bless your people and protect them. Open up the gates of heaven and bless them abundantly in every areas of their life. Father, we pray that you continue to protect us, Lord God. Will you please lift up your hand and receive the blessing of the Lord. May the blessing of the Heavenly Father, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the anointing and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you from now on forevermore in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Have a great Sunday. Have a great week ahead. Thank you for joining us. Hope you have been blessed. This podcast is made possible by generous giving people like you. If you want to support us, please visit us at www.nbcsingapore.org. www.nbcsingapore.org. God bless you.